at SFM Radio and at Pimelo Mutile on Twitter. So we're back to our programming and um, it's, a, it's a Wednesday. On Wednesday, we, we deal with holistic healing. And today we're going to be talking about breath work. We touched on this sometime uh, last week. So Dr. Ila Manga is one of the most renowned integrated medical doctors in South Africa. And her, her first book is Breathe, Strategizing Energy in the Age of Burnout. And I'm sure many of us can relate with the the burnout notion. So Dr. Ila is with us. She's a founder of Breath Work Africa and integrated medical doctor as well. Thank you so much, Dr. Manga, for making the time to talk to us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Pamela. Lovely to be talking to you this afternoon. What is breath work? <laughs> yeah, what is breath work? Well, really, it's about turning the unconscious act of breathing into a conscious act and to use it as a tool for self-awareness for self-regulation, managing our feelings, our emotions, our mood, and as a tool for physical and emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. It, it is automatic, right? So even if you didn't pay attention, it would still continue unless you pass on and die, right? So why is it so important for us to be aware of breathing and almost be in sync with that rhythm? Yes, well, what's really interesting about the breath is that it is a language So as part of the body's autonomic nervous system, it is constantly reflecting our our internal state. So whether we are experiencing stress or relaxation, whether we're experiencing anxiety, uh, every thought that we have, every emotion that we feel, every posture that we hold has a corresponding breathing pattern. And when we bring awareness to what this pattern is, we can consciously change the way we breathe and in doing so, mm-hmm. we can change the way we feel. We can change our physiology immediately, which is what makes breath work so empowering. So connect the dots for us. I hear what you're saying, but connect how breathing can alter how you're feeling, your physiology. Right. So there's constant communication between the brain and the body. Mm. The, the brain is constantly receiving information from the, bo- from the body and the brain is sending information to the body. And the breath is the bridge between the body and the brain mm. and also the bridge between our subconscious mind and the conscious mind. Mm-hmm. So when we are experiencing stress and anxiety, mm-hmm. the body is releasing stress chemicals like adrenaline and cortisol. Mm-hmm. And this adrenaline, these stress hormones, make the heart beat faster. Mm-hmm. It tenses up our muscles. And that this physiological response is sending a message to the brain that we are in a space of fight flight. We're mm-hmm. in danger and we have to mount this energetic response to deal with the situation. Mm-hmm. Now, our modern life means that dangers are both external or the high demand is both external, but our brain is also responding to what we are thinking. So every thought that we have, Mm -hmm. we will perceive as either a high demand thought or a thought that is neutral. Mm -hmm. Any high demand thought that we have will activate the stress hormones and will activate a a particular breathing pattern that is usually quite high up in the chest and fast. <laughs> now, most of us are addicted to the state of adrenalized energy unconsciously, or we are locked into it 
Mm-hmm. We are being bombarded with stressful information all the time, mm. especially in our current reality. Mm. And as a result, all of these stress hormones are being flooded into our system. And as a result, our breathing has been locked into a particular pattern, a dysfunctional habit of breathing that does not um, support a feeling of calm and well-being. So now, does mm-hmm. that mean... Um, Even though we are not aware of it, subconsciously, we may be breathing in a manner that is not healthy. In other words, our our current state of breath is not the right one, even though we're not aware of it, even though it doesn't sound like you're hyperventilating. That's absolutely right. We've got so, so how do I know that I, uh, because sometimes we, we've we come to know some with, from some signs that maybe I'm feeling stressed or I'm feeling tired or I'm feeling anxiety, but oftentimes in breath, I may not be able to detect that my breath is wrong. Until it becomes really severe, we yes. have a shortness of breath yes. or we have a panic attack, absolutely. Yes. And most of us are going around living life and not aware that we are not breathing optimally. And these habits, these dysfunctional or suboptimal habits of breathing develop over time, you know, due to the posture that we hold. And now with mask wearing, it's impacted on the way that we breathe. Mm. Sitting at our desks all day, we are not moving enough. The clothing that we wear impacts on the way we breathe, you know. (laughs) Is it what, the tight jean? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, sucking the tummy in. Even some forms of exercise encourage us to just suck suck the tummy in. And so, you know, we are not allowing the freedom in our breath mechanism. And eventually, this leads to a pattern of breath that we are not aware is having a massive impact on our energy levels, on our mood, and on our sleep. Okay, let's take a quick break. And we're also going to take your calls. I promise you we'll do that when we come back after the headlines with Utsi Lasak. Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine on SAFM, leading the conversation. Hey, Pimelo. Lovely show as always. I would like to know, is there a right and a wrong way of doing breath work? Can I harm myself doing breath work. I don't know if I make sense, but can there be a way that I'm doing it wrong so that I maybe inhale too much oxygen than the brain can handle or anything like that? I wonder if I'm making sense. Thanks. This is Elohani from Soweto. Bye. I think it's an excellent question. Dr. Ila Manga is with us. She's a founder of Breathwork Africa, and she's also an integrated medical doctor. That's a great question. What's the answer to that? Well, I think, you know, it is to be aware that there are hundreds of breathing techniques out there. Mm -hmm. And if you are practicing breathwork by yourself, Mm -hmm. it's to stick to the basics and to work with techniques that are neutral and that are safe. And if you are using any um, more intense forms of breathing, then it should be done with a practitioner or someone who understands breathwork and who can guide you. Can it be harmful? 
Well, I mean, you know, with the breath, when we're breathing in certain ways, we are creating physiological changes. Okay. And so it is important to know, you know, the kind of breathing techniques that you are doing, the the kind of physiological responses that can happen as a result. Mm. Uh, Dean's, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. If we're doing breath work at home, uh, there are certain techniques that are safe to do by yourself mm -hmm. and others that are best uh, supported by a practitioner. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll try something before. <laughs> we'll try it here so that people know what we're talking about. Dean, you're calling from George. Hi, Dean. Hi, thank you for taking the call. Sure. Um, you know, in the midst of COVID, there's two aspects which make up the event of COVID. We mm. know that something is killing people. Mm. And then there's also the measures that are being taken um, in the midst of it all, which is orchestrated uh, in order to prevent the damage of the disease. And one of the aspects of it is obviously the masks. Mm. Now, we are starting to get the report, reports that people's stress levels are increasing dramatically, uh, stress-related diseases, suicides are up, the call centers are overwhelmed, etc. Um, physiologically, our bodies change according to the way we breathe and the wearing of masks and the anxiety that's with it. What um, might your assessment be as to what the impact is further um, on the population of South Africa amidst these already traumatic and tumultuous times. Okay. Did you get that, Dr. Mungo? I did. And that's also a really good question. Mm, go ahead. So when we wear a mask, the mask itself does not prevent us from taking enough oxygen that we need. It is porous enough in order for us to receive the right amount of oxygen. What happens with mask wearing, however, it is that we have a psychological stress response to something being over our nose and our mouth. Mm -hmm. And what tends to happen as a result is that we tend to breathe with our mouth rather than with the nose. And we also tend to over-breathe. We tend to use the muscles of the neck and the shoulders. And this pattern of breathing is often what triggers the emotional mm. response of anxiety. So absolutely, mask wearing has an impact on our mood and our energy, but not for the reason that we think. Mm -hmm. Dean, does that answer your question? Well, how do you think it's actually affecting us physiologically? The, the amount of stress that's on people already, I'm wondering if the measures aren't causing more damage than the disease. That's well, kind of... Yes, absolutely. It's, I mean, the way we breathe when we wear a mask is exacerbating our levels of stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Without a doubt. And you know this is why... Mm -hmm. Sorry, carry on. This is why? This is why it's so important to come back to the basics of what optimum breathing is. Because there is a way of breathing optimally, of feeling more empowered and optimizing our natural breathing even when we are wearing a mask. So the World Health Organization has stated that it should not be mandatory for general public to wear masks unless they're in a difficult situation, unless they're compromised, etc. It should not be yet in South Africa. It's imposed that unless we wear a mask, if the police tell us not uh, tell us to and we refuse, we can actually go to jail. 
Would you, mm-hmm. in your expertise, consider that those are the right measures, considering the fact that the World Health Organization has specifically spoken out against it, mm-hmm. and not just the wearing of the mask in the normal health, but also from the extra anxiety that it's causing? What is your view? Yeah, I mean, this is a difficult one, and it is a political debate, and I think that perhaps uh, it's uh, out of the realm of this actual conversation. Um, <laughs> It's a, it's a difficult one to answer. Um, what I can say it is, yes, it is having a detrimental effect on our emotional uh, and, and mental well-being. And we need to look at uh, all the data that is out there with regards to preventative measures. Dr. Manga, we said that we're going to do the exercise and to just, I suppose, do what you say are the basics of of breath work something Mm -hmm. that you can do at home something that you can do while you're at work um i I, i'm presuming this is this is very quick you can take a few minutes and then try and regulate your breathing again yes beautiful so i think the basis of any breath work practice is simply to become aware of your breath before we change our breath in any way can we just consider the fact that we are breathing right now? Mm. And as soon as we turn an unconscious act of breathing into a conscious act, already we wake up the part of the brain that is responsible for emotional regulation, you know, um, empathy and decision making. So let's just start with that right now is notice that you are actually breathing. Mm. Consider the fact that you are breathing and feel the sensation of the breath in your nostrils. Can you feel that the breath that you're breathing in is slightly cooler than the breath that you're breathing out? Hmm. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, notice how you are experiencing your breath right now. Whether you're driving, whether you're walking around in your home, whether you're sitting at your desk, notice your posture and notice how you are experiencing your breath. Are you feeling it high up in the chest? Are you feeling it in your belly? Can you even feel any movement in your body as you inhale and exhale? So if you don't feel any movement, are you encouraging us to kind of um, dig deep and, and, and create the movement? Right. So just if just, you if you consciously deepen your breath, mm-hmm. what can you feel in your body? And now I'm going to ask you to change your position. Mm-hmm. So change your posture so that you feel more relaxed. That you're releasing the back of your neck. You are softening your shoulders. That you're sitting back in your chair. That your back feels supported, and that your feet are on the ground. Notice what happens. When you change your posture, what happens to your breathing? So when you say feet on the ground, as in flat, flat, if you're in heels, sort of put your heel down. Yeah, right. Okay. Right. And now, can you just give yourself a sigh of relief? So it sounds like this. So you're using the exhale to release the tension in your body. That act of releasing the breath out activates the vagus nerve sending messages from your body to your brain that you are now calm, that you are safe and the stress hormones can drop. So So, for me, while I was meant to be breathing out, I yawned. Yes, that's perfect. (laughs) That is part of your breath intelligence waking up 
ah, she's giving me breath now. I can expand. I'm going to make use of this. I'm going to take advantage of this. And so celebrate that. So really consciously make that yawn active. Make it worth it. So that when you are relaxing after the yawn, there's a sense of relief. You can actually feel that. So, so what is that? Is that the body saying, I needed more oxygen? That's right. Sure. Wow. And it's also your body's way of opening up those little alveoli in the lungs that you know, often don't get enough breath in there. So we're sending breath deep down into the bases of the lungs mm-hmm. where we have the richest blood supply. I'm, I'm now, I can't stop yawning. Okay, let me take Ernest in Cape Town. Let's see what happens. Hello, Ernest. Hello. Hi, welcome to the show. Go ahead. Uh, thank you. Um, you're very soft. I can hardly hear you. That's a pity. Can you hear me now? No, not really. Okay, go ahead. Uh, we can hear you clearly, um, Ernest. Um, the question I want to ask, you know, I have a problem with breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, as in, um, you know, when I yawn, mm. um, I take in like um, very, very deep breaths. Um, I yawn for no reason at all, um, you know, and then when I do, you know, um, I uh, take a breath so deep that mm. it hurts my lungs. Mm. Um, mm. Can the doctor tell me wow. perhaps what is wrong with it? Is this recent, Ernest? Is this something that you've always had? Yes. Um, um, I don't know if it's, if it's right, but, um, you know, I was diagnosed with um, um, what they call it, um, not sleep. Um, sleep apnea? No, not sleep. Um, no, no, no. That one. Um, <sighs> but uh, the brain doesn't get enough oxygen. Ah, mm. got you. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And because the brain is not getting enough oxygen, mm. the, the, the respiratory center of your brain is triggering these yawns as a way to get in more oxygen. And so this constant yawning may be a sign pointing to the fact that you know your brain is asking for more oxygen your blood is asking for more oxygen so you know with any breathing um, conscious breathing whether we are experiencing these symptoms or not it's important to come back to the basics of breathing what are the basics of breathing the first thing that we all should be aware of is the main muscle of breathing, which is the diaphragm. Now, the diaphragm is a fascinating muscle, which is dome-shaped, and it's actually quite massive. And when we breathe, the diaphragm is meant to be moving, flattening as we inhale and moving back to a dome shape when we exhale. If that is not happening for any reason because of chronic back tension or just because it's it's weak or not used enough, then that's going to impact on our entire breathing mechanism. We kind of move into a, a pattern of breathing that's in the chest, that's using the chest and the neck muscles, and that is part of what creates the dysfunctional breathing pattern. So to wake up your diaphragm, to exercise your diaphragm, is one of the fundamental tools of conscious breathing. And in order to feel that, you can, we can just place the heels of our hands at the base of our, of our rib cage, right at the bottom of the rib cage, and feel that as you are taking a 
breath through the nose, you are feeling that ribcage expanding from side to side. And the belly kind of expands at the same time. So this is what we should be feeling when we inhale. And there are many exercises that can help us to open up the diaphragm. Thank you. for uh, Ernest, I hope that's helping. Ernest? Ernest, I hope that's helping. Um, yes, it, uh, it, it, yes, uh, it is helping. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, um, mm. Ernest, um, another really important... Sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, thank I you. Think I, I do understand. Thank you. Thank you I, very much. Thank you, Ernest. Thank We've got a voice note, uh, Dr. Marga. Mm-hmm. I can't stop you. Uh, my wife <laughs> had a breath problem for <laughs> some time now. Hello, when she went to breathe, she oh, said she can't feel the breath. And she started doing <laughs> like she's suffocating. So I wanted to find out. She went to the hospital. She tried to see doctors, and they still can't see anything. They say it was anxiety, and then she took a rest. But still, there's nothing happening. Can you maybe uh, allude to this case? Sure, that's quite something. Go ahead, Dr. Manga. Well, I think you know, a proper diagnosis has to be made, and any um, severe pathology has to be excluded. But I think it's back to the basics. You know, if we want to correct our breathing pattern, is to come back to the feeling of the diaphragm opening, so the ribcage moving from side to side, opening up. And the second point is to learn to breathe through the nose again at, uh, at rest. So in our everyday life, yeah. we're meant to be breathing through the nose rather than the mouth. Sure. And most of us are chronically breathing through the, the mouth now uh, mm-hmm. for all the reasons that uh, we explained before. Mm. We're going to have to leave it here, but there's so many questions, and I think we're going to have to come back for some more exercises. But uh, thank you so much for the time. Dr. Uh, um, Dr. Manga, where can people find you? You can go onto the Breathwork Africa website, breathworkafrica.co.za, and we also offer weekly or four four classes a week online. These are breathwork classes. That's breathcafe.com. So that's breathcafe, one word, dot com. Dr. Ila Manga is the founder of Breathwork Africa, and she's also an integrated medical doctor.